Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman. Today we go back in time to find the top story on the Bugle podcast in January 2011. It was the end of an era as Tunisia's President Ben Ali was ousted from power in a manner perfectly befitting his tenure. This is Bugle issue 141 entitled Tunisia is Revolting. Here I am with John Oliver. Top story this week, hands up everyone who's got a government. Put your hand down, Tunisia! Now, after we focused on the wobbliness of Sudan last week, Tunisia almost immediately responded by seeing Sudan's wobbliness and raising them some Richter-scale shakiness. The condensed version of what happened in Tunisia in the last week is that President Zine, Alabidne Ben Ali, ruled Tunisia for 22 years, and now he's gone. He's not dead. He's just gone. One second he was there, the next second, before you could say, where the f*** 
is President Ben Ali. He was in a plane leaving Tunisian airspace screaming, See you later, losers. <laughs> I should mention that that is both a condensed and a partly fictionalised version of last week's events. <laughs> now, President Ben Ali came to power 22 years ago through a military coup. And he's basically going out with one as well, and that's how it should be. It's the natural life cycle of a dictator. <laughs> it's the kind of sequence of events that should be covered by David Attenborough, <laughs> laying down very still on the steps in front of the President's palace, saying, In a dancer's oldest time, we see the President has lost the confidence of the country's military leaders. And after a few distinctive cries for help, there's one now, there's another. He will take flight and migrate to a safer climate. As often as this has happened throughout humanity's time on Earth, one still feels humbled and privileged to witness this spectacular migration in the flesh. <laughs> oh, my God, he's humping another dictator. Let's edit up it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, the international reaction, John, was one of uh, strong condemnation of the Ben Ali government, um, which had been in power since uh, 1987. And which had not exactly been batting off international condemnation like a pesky wasp at a picnic. But the international community did make a strong and principled stand against him. In his final 20 minutes in power, once it became clear that he was yep. toast. He was pretty much standing around waiting for his helicopter, saying to the international community, enough already, I'm having a bad day as it is without you losers giving me shit. It was all a bit reminiscent when England won the Rugby World Cup, John, in uh, 2003. And uh, all of a sudden, in between Johnny Wilkinson kicking the winning drop goal and the end of the game 30 seconds later, five million people applied for English citizenship, just so they could go on the bus parade and feel good about themselves for a bit. <laughs> The scale of these developments took almost everyone by surprise. Until recently, Tunisia was a popular tourist destination and had been seen as a haven of stability and relative prosperity. Albeit a haven that was watched over by a president who was no stranger to ordering a violent crackdown. You know, just to keep those beaches nice and clean of rubbish or political dissenters. So, how did this dramatic turn of events come about? Well, on December the 17th, a young unemployed man named Mohamed Bouzami set fire to himself when officials in his town prevented him from selling vegetables on the streets of Sidi Bouzid without permission. This tragedy set off protests about jobs in the town, which has an agricultural-based economy, one of the poorest regions of the country. The authorities responded violently to these protests, with the police opening fire on demonstrators, sparking protests across the country. So far, so funny, Andy. <laughs> After the death of what the government estimates is 78 protesters and the loss of support among military leaders, President Ben Ali decided to make like a tree and get the f*** out of Tunisia <laughs> as fast as he could. On the 14th of January, he announced that he was stepping down temporarily before grabbing his family and heading straight for the airport. And the drama didn't stop there. France reportedly rejected a request for his plane to land there, so he went to Saudi Arabia instead. But apparently, some of the president's relatives had already arrived in Paris and were holed up in a luxury hotel at Euro Disney. <laughs> was, that, was that where he was planning to go, Andy? Euro Disney? Because if so, I think he needs better PR representation. Because when your country is rioting over high unemployment, rising food prices and systematic corruption, further widening the gigantic poverty gap, what better way to calm your people down than having your photo taken with Daffy Duck? Well, it just means that he can go, he can go incognito, can't he? He, he, could, he could just get himself a nice, quiet job as someone dressed as Goofy. 
and you know just live out his <laughs> days yep. in peace. You know, if That's only Chow- makes sense. If only Ceausescu had had that option, John. <laughs> I mean, he had the suit already. It just didn't have time to put it on. <laughs> well, I mean, that would have made a more interesting video. But, <laughs> But the uh, the British reaction, uh, the British media's reaction was fascinating. The only angle they could really get on it was it affecting British holidaymakers. Yeah. And this was the most important aspect of the story. So we are now joined by our North Africa correspondent, Jeff Spag. Jeff, people of Tunisia have harnessed the power of the internet to overcome a violently oppressive regime in a landmark revolution that potentially marks an irreversible sea change in mass democracy worldwide as people come together to rise, rise up against injustice, corruption and brutality, potentially sparking similar revolutions as the disenfranchised masses of the world surf a riptide of freedom. Well, let's get to the nub of this, Jeff. Tell us. How is this affecting British tourists? They must have been really pissed off, Jeff, having their sunbathing interrupted by a revolution and stuff. Uh, hang on to that, Jeff. We have now to go live to our Sudan correspondent, Honketa Paduki, with news on how the historic independence refer- referendum in South Sudan could open a new range of adventure vacation options for British holidaymakers. I don't know why it was such a surprise to his or any other country that he fled, because there were reports that uh, President Ben Ali's wife personally went into the central bank in Tunisia <laughs> looking to withdraw 1.5 tonnes of gold bullion. So <laughs> <laughs> what Gordon did Brown's they... wife did the same in May here last year. <laughs> did they really think that there was any chance that they were not heading straight for the airport and going straight to the nothing-to-declare line? Because... <laughs> That is not suspicious at all, is it? The wife of the president, whose administration seems to be teetering on the brink of collapse, wandering in and saying, I was just passing by, and uh, I wondered if, uh, by any chance, you had $32 million worth of gold bars hanging around. I was thinking of buying a clock. <laughs> yeah, but the problem with that is, you know, you try and take that on a plane, and instantly you're hit with about $31 million worth of extra baggage fines. So, I mean, is it worth it? You've got to hand it to President Ben Alino. That was a that was an impressive disappearing act. He took his country and the entire international community by surprise. He's like a dictatorial David Copperfield, vanishing from a country, taking 1.5 tons of gold bars with him as well. I do hope that when the bank staff opened the vaults to check on the bullion, there was just a white tiger in there and a woman in a sparkly bikini. <laughs> But uh, just goes to show, John, uh, as the people of Tunisia have shown, and as all nagging children know, if you complain long enough and loud enough, eventually the authorities will give up and leave the country. And um, <laughs> just the same with parents, really. And uh, but what, I think it's very interesting, John. This, this, you know, Tunisia was a quite a repressive country. Uh, the Press Freedom Organization Reporters Without Borders had Tunisia 164th out of 178 countries in its Press Freedom Index, and listed Tunisia as one of 15 enemies of the internet saying it had an effective system of centering, and yet still they managed to sort of harness the power of, of the internet to uh, coordinate this, this sort of informal revolution that, that sort of sprung out of nothing. And this, this could, this, I mean, this is a potentially momentous event. I mean, the genie is out of the bottle, John, and having spent so much time in the bottle, that genie is angry, hammered, and he needs a piss. <laughs> of course, the only, um, it's amazing what you can do online now. Just, I mean, everything. You can find a spouse without having to go through the inconvenience of meeting one. You can buy socks without anyone else knowing. Mm-hmm. You can watch rhinoceroses snowboarding. 
you can call True. someone who supports another football team that you don't like a f***-headed f horse who's kind of a mother <laughs> pigs for money. Without the threat of them instantly beating you to death with a fire extinguisher, hasn't football moved on in the internet yep. age? And now it turns out that you can even overthrow corrupt regimes. Now, with hindsight, John, and bear in mind, as we speak, Tony Blair has just finished his latest stint in front of the Iraq inquiry, his 2011 comeback special, dressed in black leather and churning out the same old classic hits. <laughs> Sorry, hits is an anagram there. Let's see if you can work it out. Basically, Blair was bullshitting like a brave but greedy matador the day after a spectacularly successful fight. But in hindsight, in Iraq, John, would it not have been at least worth a go, instead of going in all in with Johnny Bang Bang or the armed forces, as the government likes to call them, would it not have been worth a shot to just airdrop a load of modems, blackberries and instructions on how to set up a Twitter feed? But it seemed to work in... I know... Twitter didn't crap its way onto humanity until 2006. But the point stands, John. That, that the point was the only, stands. That was the only problem, Andy. That was the <laughs> only problem. It was, it was just... But the bombs were the only alternative at that point. <laughs> of course, uh, all most people know about Tunisia, John, uh, before this, was that England beat them 2-0 in their opening game of the 1998 World Cup with goals by Shearer and Scholes. <laughs> but it actually goes back further than 1998. So it's the site of the ancient city of Carthage from where the military strategy was Hannibal came. Uh, he famously took an army of elephants across the Alps. People said he did this because he was an incredibly daring general who found solutions to any problem facing him. In reality, he just wanted to see what an elephant would look like on skis. The answer, <laughs> angry. Funny, but angry. <laughs> Thank you for listening to hear more of our shows, to buy the Dante Lagarde book, or to donate to help keep the Bugle free, flourishing and independent. Go to thebuglepodcast.com, where you can also buy tickets to our live shows in March 2024. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now. <laughs>